I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. My lady wonder wench looked at me kind of funny this morning, and she said, what the heck have you got on your forehead? And I didn't realize what she was talking about. I went over and I looked in the mirror, and sure enough, there was some kind of a smudge up at the top of my forehead, right below my silvery hairline there. And I couldn't think of what it was until all of a sudden it hit me and I started to laugh about it. You see, I was lounging around in my stylish underwear last night, sprawled gracefully there on the couch, reading my Time magazine and watching a ball game, you know. And all of a sudden, my glasses broke. I was just cleaning them a little bit and they broke. For an instant... It felt like I was living that old bit about the guy who's walking down the street minding his own business and all of a sudden the prescription for his glasses runs out, you know. But this wasn't funny. I've had to wear reading glasses ever since my arms suddenly and for no particular reason got shorter a few years ago. Too short to hold whatever I'm reading far enough away to see it. And I must admit I don't take great care of glasses because I really don't like them. At first, I thought this was just one of the lenses popping out of that little wire that holds them in. That's happened before, and I can fix that, and I know it. But it was worse than that. Somehow, one side of the frame actually broke. So I knew I was going to have to get new frames. But the glasses place was closed for the weekend, so how was I going to read? And not just my magazine. You know, how am I going to read the charts in the plane or anything like that? I can drive, and I can fly okay and do all that other stuff. But without glasses, I have a very hard time seeing letters any smaller than a locomotive. And as I said, the glasses place was closed for the weekend. So I figured it's time to get creative. I remembered the Major in that old TV series called Hogan's Heroes. Do you remember him? He wore a lens in only one eye. That's called a monocle. And I thought, well, my family's mostly of German descent. And I figured if he could do it, so could I. But I couldn't. Guess the family moved to Brooklyn too many generations ago. Then I remembered I still had an old pair of glasses in my socks drawer, and I found them. And they worked, but not very well. The prescription was screwed up. Actually, I had a new prescription, and that was the old prescription, of course. The right lens was much better than the left one. So I was trying to read with it, and I found myself getting a kind of a crooked neck from tilting my head to one side to get a better focus. And I got to admit, Louie Louie generation guys tend to get a crook in our necks more easily than we did as kids. For those of you who have just joined us, I have to explain the Louie Louie generation. The Louie Louie generation is made up of guys and girls who remember, like it was just yesterday, things like BB guns, crinoline, the Lone Ranger, rubbers in your wallet, and of course, the song. It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your childhood went? But being a member of the Louie Louie generation isn't just about your age. It's about the way you look at things even if you don't have your reading glasses. 
It has been quite a few years since any of us has seen springtime, that's for sure. But we know that cleverness and maybe a little sneaky deceit will usually defeat youth and skill. And mostly, like the song, we've got attitude. For example, when people tell a Louie Louie guy that he's over the hill, he's going to say, you betcha, and I'm pedaling like mad down this hill so I can build up enough speed to get up the next hill, which is a little higher than this one, so get out of my way. You know, it's that attitude. And our shiny silver hair and our great stories and courtly manners that make us the romantic choice of supermodels everywhere. And my lady Wonderwench says the best thing about being a Louie Louie generation woman is pleasing a Louie Louie generation guy. My lady Wonderwench is a beautiful, smart, independent, gutsy woman. She was my secretary a long time ago. And through the years, the chain of command has kind of changed a little bit. But one of the things that I love best about her is that she still loves being a girl. More specifically, she still loves being my girl. You've probably noticed the TV commercials haven't caught up with the Louie Louie generation yet. When they have actors our age in them, the voiceovers usually are full of words like regularity, deficiency, insomnia, dentures, arthritis, indigestion's big, and of course Bob Dole's disease, erectile dysfunction. Why, why don't they have words like designer jeans, beer, beach, vacations, horseback riding? You know, they don't have those words in them. Which is too bad, because you should see Wonder Wench in her designer jeans, sipping a beer on the beach during our vacations. And you should see all of her horse show ribbons. That's true that some things Louie Louie generation guys and girls don't do very much anymore. Things like playing one-on-one basketball and mountain climbing, stuff like that. Some things we do more often, like getting up at night to piddle and going to funerals. But a poet said, the best is yet to come. I really don't know if that's true or not. But I know that what I have right now is good. It's very good. And that's why I am grimly determined to be optimistic for the rest of my life, even when that's tough, like today. When I woke up with a kind of a smudgy picture of Hillary Clinton on my forehead, believe it or not, that's what it was. Guess my old glasses made it so tough to read Time magazine that I must have fallen asleep and and my head fell on the cover of the magazine and some of the picture kind of transferred to my forehead. And some of the stuff that I was reading in there made it kind of hard to see anything very good. It's there. Sometimes you have to see it through some tears. I see trees of green Red roses too I see them bloom For me and you And I think to myself What a wonderful world Yeah, but didn't you see More of our guys got killed in Iraq this week? I see skies of blue Clouds of white The bright blessed day And the dark sacred night And I think 
to myself What a wonderful world Yeah, but one of my sons got laid off this week and another is doing battle with a bottle The colors of the rainbow So pretty in the sky Also on the faces of people going by I see friends shaking hands Saying how do you do They're really saying I love you I hear babies cry I watch them grow They'll learn much more than I'll ever know And I think to myself What a wonderful world Seems like it's always a struggle between whether the glass is half full or the glass is half empty, doesn't it? But I'm beginning to think that there's an even more important point for us Louis Louis guys and girls. And here's what I mean. If there is anything at all left in my glass, I'm not going to just stand there hanging my head and wishing it were full again. I'm going to do what my mom said I should do a long time ago. She said, stand up straight. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stand up straight with my head up and I'm going to drink whatever's left in that glass. All of it. What a wonderful world Yes, I think to myself What a wonderful Speaking of Louis Louis guys, that's Louis. Louis Armstrong. Satchmo. Pops. Dick's Details. A stack of interesting but unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear. So you can push the important stuff that's keeping you awake out the other one and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. A chameleon's tongue is twice as long as its body, which is probably why they are known as the great kissers of the animal kingdom. The biology book says that your eyes and nose are the warmest part of your body. Personal experience suggests that that may not be true of everybody's body. A butterfly only lives about six months. What a beautiful life, huh? Beats crawling around like a caterpillar. Dick's Details. They take your mind off your mind. Nighttime is crunch time. It's the hardest time to keep going. That's why I always loved the, the huddle at night. When I was on the air, I used to feel like the few people who listened at that time of night were were all gathered around pretty tight, like in a huddle. And there's a story about that in the Bedtime Stories personal audio CD. It's called The Dark. 
you should be afraid of the dark. Strange faces look out of the night. You can hear them breathing hot passion and cold fear. You can feel the sharp fingers of mistrust tearing at the connections between us. That happens in the night. Connections are fragile. They're only as strong as their most frightened link. Someone who's out there hiding in the night. Hurt. Angry. Almost lost. Maybe it's someone you know. Approaching the outer frontier of personal courage. Tempted by the unprotected possibilities of a stranger's lips. We're just running out of time and hope and control. Maybe that someone is you. Somewhere near the edges of your fears and half-forgotten dreams. I know you can hear me. the dark. It's from the personal audio CD called Bedtime Stories. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you'd like a fresh copy, you can go back to DickSummer.com and download it from CD Baby. Whatever works for you. Well, what have we learned? The biology books are not always right. The world is a more beautiful place when my lady wonder wench puts her blue jeans on. And no matter how much water is in the glass, you can't drink any of it if your head is always hanging down. to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.